Imagine we are in Prithian and people are looking for ways to meet people. So they set up a magic dating telegraph thing because <laughs> they don't have computers. <laughs> Telegram? You know. Missives? Missives. <laughs> what would Reese's profile say? His profile? Yeah. Um, it would be swipe right if you look like me. <laughs> I feel like he wants to fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> don't you get that? Yeah, I get that vibe. Bit, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um super into hair care products. Uh-huh. Um dislikes stupidity. <laughs> Why is he fucking around with Fera then? <laughs> Don't know. That's the that's the mystery. That's the mystery. I can do anything more. Who is who is yours? Um I have Farah. Mm-hmm. So uh Farah it's a Sagittarius, super independent, <laughs> loves to read. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but she seems like the type that would like to read. There's nothing written could. on her profile. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Someone else writes it for her, right? Yeah, that's true. Loves to pretend to read. <laughs> she wants to want to She read. wants to want to read. For sure. That's her, her, like, yeah. That's her hobby is to want to want to read. Looking Obviously. For, looking for someone to teach me to read. And paint. Because <laughs> we're not convinced she can actually paint yet. That's true. There's no proof. Yeah. Um, I feel like she would have a picture of a forest with, like, a deer mm-hmm. on it. Um, she'd be one of those people that doesn't actually have her face in the photo. She'd have one, like, scenic one. And then any pictures of her would look like, you know, 2007 emo. Like, real sad. No smiles. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I picture Farah's dating profile to look like. Yeah, I think Reese's would be, like, the same, like, shirtless photo of him, but with different backgrounds. But in a mirror. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's all shadow, though. It's all shadow. All right, Gabby, you have Tamlin? Well, Tamlin, it, obviously it's going to be a limerick. Like, it's going to be written out there. And it's, okay, I'm, I'm going to do my best. That's a, his, he's a limerick guy. Let's see. Um, <laughs> limerick guy, fiddle guy. <laughs> if you like to bathe by starlight while my friend listens in with an eyesight, I'll kill f- a bog for you when the time's right. I'll teach you to read in time indeed by the lights of Calumni shine bright. <laughs> Fires of Calumni shine bright. Hey, I'm most definitely swiping left on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just make sure I, I, I type in all the stutters there. Mm. But yeah, I, I, he has a limerick. And I don't think there's really much else at all. Like maybe a couple grunts that he types in for some reason. Do you feel like maybe Lucian made him? <laughs> The profile up there. That he didn't even know, know it. I, yeah. I would tell you that he wrote the limerick, Lucian took it and posted it for him. Ah, uh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. If he if Lucian put photos up of him, what would they be? I, they've got to be like when he's not, they're all candid of him like with his half claws out. 
Baldrick. <laughs> Baldrick shining in the in the moonlight. And then like like he turns around like abruptly and like it's just shoulder <laughs> with his hair uh, coming over the side of his shoulder. Like a pretty horse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I think uh I don't think any of these would be getting swiped right. I don't know. Limericks are pretty strong. I mean, the shirtless pigs <laughs> would be bad. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, back to Feeling Thorny. Woo. We're here. We're here. We're getting near the end of the book. Really close. Uh, we accidentally read more chapters than... So it could be a little we... longer than that. <laughs> we probably should have, but... And it also be, might be a little bit longer because we have a guest. Hey! <laughs> this is Gabi. This is Melissa's brother. Hello. Yeah, I made uh, him start reading the books, too. And it has been an adventure. <laughs> has it? Not really, not yet, at least. <laughs> but I, I'm, happy, I'm happy we're getting to a point where we're almost done uh, reading this book. Because I think it has potential. Yeah, I mean, it totally well does. Well said. Yeah. I know it has potential, so there. Uh, all right. Um, Gabby, do you want to do a recap? Sure. Okay. So let's see. Chapter 37, Feyre is recovering from her first trial with the bone worm. <laughs> and uh, Reeson uh, gives her, uh, offers her a deal in exchange to heal her afterwards. And the deal's a big thing. Uh, chapter 38, uh, Feyre does chores. <laughs> um, at the risk of, I guess, being flayed or whatever, but uh, yeah, she's bad at them, as you would expect. <laughs> like she's at everything else. Yeah. Um, chapter 39, Feyre uh, gets escorted every night to torment Tamlin with her sexy dancing. <laughs> um, and we learn there's a couple days till the next trial. Uh, chapter 40 is the Monty Hall riddle, which is the second trial. Um, uh, chapter 41, some mysterious music gives Pharaoh the vapors. And chapter 42, Rice might actually be cool, but he... <laughs> it was Reese. Reese. I call him Rice, and that's how I read it. Um, I'm like, who's Rice. Recent might actually be cool. Creepy, but cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we learn a lot about what he's planning. Mm-hmm. That's a good recap. I don't get the vapors thing, though. She gets all hot and heavy when the music comes on in. I thought she was just getting like, emotional. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's, getting, like, she's feeling the music. I don't know if she's... Like feeling the she's music? She's not writing the music. <laughs> That's what you mean. Well, she did... We can... We'll go back to... <laughs> she did say... On that note, she did say that she felt to, like... Tamlin strumming her body. Oh, okay. She's feeling the music. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I did we'll... write that down. Okay. <laughs> we'll go back to that. All right. Um, we're in chapter 37. This is a pretty bleak beginning opening chapter because Farrah keeps playing with her broken bone and <laughs> <laughs> wincing a lot. Um, and she's in denial about being sick. Yeah, she's dying. For sure dying. Yeah. And she's like, I wonder if the like the shit I was rolling in is infecting my wound. <laughs> she keeps calling it dirt, and I'm like, you know that's not no. dirt. <laughs> um, you know, one thing I was 
kind of hoping for. And I think Mass does it really well in it in one of her other book series is how bleak it is to be like trapped in a cell. Mm -hmm. And I don't think she does it good enough in this first book. But I know like she does really great in like the Throne of Glass series. Yeah. When people are trapped or being tortured. I just didn't feel it. Well, yeah, because people just keep coming, like, healing her and bailing her out, like, visiting. And, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she goes, like, two hours before somebody comes and visits. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of interesting, because I, I figured there would be a big disconnect between the Fae and Farah in regards to, like, infections. I mean, if they heal themselves slowly over time, do they even get infections? I doubt it. Mm. Yeah. So, like, why would they be concerned about it at all? But I think they still can because there's like remember when he got bit by like, the like special like wait who did he get bit, bit by uh, the bogey yeah yeah he he fought the bog and and i guess like their saliva slows their healing but that could have been covered for um the the curse because we know that the curse slows their healing too yeah i mean i'm just gonna make an assumption that they're all really freaking old and remember when humans were around yeah. you know so so she's dying <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's dying and uh reese comes to and and uh kind of help her out yeah we learned that he was the one who bet on her in the first trial mm -hmm. um so he's like team farah right now yeah and we learned that lucian's uh been whipped by tamlin yeah who by the way tamlin begged for Lucian's life, yeah. right? Tamarantha has literally done jack shit for Farah yet. Yeah. So, you know, just going to put that out there. Yeah, so in order for uh, Farah to be healed, Reese extends a, an offer, a deal. And we know she loves making deals with fairies when she's told not to. <laughs> literally the first thing she does. <laughs> so here's, you know, she, she's going to be two for two. So... He wants to, he's going to heal her, and in exchange, she's got to spend a week, a month, per month, for the rest yeah. of her life. It started off two weeks. Yeah, yeah. it started off In two weeks. Mm -hmm. And she was like, five days. And he's like, you know, they did that whole barter thing. Um, yeah. yeah, and she gets a cool tattoo. Yeah, she's like, you didn't tell me this would happen. And he's like, you didn't ask. <laughs> like, what the fuck would I ask that? Like, are there fairy lawyers? Like, no, because there's so many freaking loopholes. You think someone would have been like, oh, we need someone in charge of this shit because it's getting out of hand. Jim got a tattoo last week over his entire body and that was nowhere in the deal. Yeah. No, I, you know, in a fairy world, people just like kill people. It's kind of like vampire diaries of vampires are just like randomly killing people and everyone just kind of forgives them <laughs> and moves on with their life. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so basically, Farah is now in joint custody with Tamlin. <laughs> um, so she spends three three weeks a, a month, you know, in in the spring court, and now she's got one week a month in the night court. Which I'm like, so Reese is like betting that she's getting out. She's got like two more tasks to do. Oh yeah. So like, there's a lot that has to like go her way, and he's like seems confident that it's gonna work. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. Like. He's expecting her to make it through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and she accepted it for Tamlin. She's like, well, this is the only way I can get Tamlin out of this. Yeah. 
right? Which I thought, well, what about your sisters and other family? <laughs> that brings up another point. She says, Nesta would do it for me, which... I she... won't do it. Nesta would. Nesta... She had the opportunity. She could have left with Tamlin in the beginning. Tamlin said a life for a life. She could have said... I'll go, Feyre. We need you to take uh, care of everybody. Yeah, but but Nesta always protects Elite. But wouldn't that be your best protection by letting Feyre stay? And also, Tamlin wanted the person that killed Andres. I mean, I could see that. That's true. Yeah. That was well. That was part of the. But she could yeah, offer whole thing. Yeah. I mean, Nesta also has a cold heart, so <laughs> <laughs> probably would have worked. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting <clears> that <throat> Feyre kept spitting. It seems like they're keeping her really hydrated there. Which you think? Yeah. You think they I did would? Think of that. Yeah. Right. Like she's like always spitting at people. <laughs> spitting is hard. You have to drink a lot of water. <laughs> spitting is hard. Oh, and then she also on her part ha- tattoo gets that eye. Uh, yeah, which is clearly I'm like oh, that's that's definitely Reese's eye. Yeah, just like spying. Yeah, her. clearly. <laughs> so, question for you guys: Would you rather? Because she never agrees to how long she has to go to the night court. She says, oh, I'll do a week for the rest of my life. Would you rather do two weeks for like half of your lifetime or one week for the rest of your life? Like, because she could have bargained. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because how long is your half of your lifetime? I'm sure I'm sure that they would have some. I would try to bargain and just be like, okay, can I just do three months in a row? And that way I didn't have to like disrupt my whole schedule way. every day, every month. Just front load your schedule. Yeah. Send, like send a a compensation January package. through March. I'm with you. Gonna, it's pro, it's pro yeah. Take the nice months. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we get to the <clears throat> chore chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, we learn a, a couple things in the chore chapter. Right. Uh, that filthy water doesn't clean floors very well. Yeah. Um, and that. Lucian mom, Lucian's mom was very grateful mm-hmm. for uh, for giving her name. You know, I, I I found it funny with the chores that they chose. So, Mass chooses chores for her to do in these chapters, but gives her really uncreative chores to do. Clean the floor. Well, I don't know. Picking lentils out of a fireplace seemed pretty creative to me. She had all the time in the world to figure something else other than picking lentils out of a fireplace. Just something more interesting. But What would have been a more interesting <laughs> chore to you? I don't know. Clean all the bones out of the rafters or some shit. Like, there's got to be corpses all over the place. Yeah. And it's got to stink. I mean, but then she won't, wouldn't have run into the Lady of the Autumn Court. Maybe. You know, I mean, we could have found a way. You know yeah, that Fira wouldn't mechanism for that meeting because it just she just popped like her head in the door. like, here you go, here's like some good water, and then left. Yeah, I mean, the lentils are a way to get her back into Rison's or Reeson's room, but I've never heard of anyone dropping lentils in their fireplace. Well, it was... seemed confused by it. Too. Yeah, he's like, why are there lentils in there? <laughs> I also, I don't think Fira has ever cleaned a floor, like washed a floor. I mean, she was rich at one point. She probably had people to clean the floors for her. Then she had like that rotten wood floor that I doubt she's scrubbing with a mop and bucket. And then she lives with Tamlin, who's got clean floors. We need to do chores that we would run into people 
that would help her because she ain't going to survive this on her own. We have learned that. Yeah, and everyone's helping her. Everyone's so, helping like, her. Even Reese uses his mind magic to make sure that the guards don't, like, touch her or, like, yeah. fuck with her at all. Yeah, and they and stop doing the chores. Yeah. So, yeah, um, we learn a few things about Reese, too. Yeah. That you had asked last time, like, why would Reese have sent the head if he's trying to help? Yeah. Farah, and it was Order by Amarantha. Mm-hmm. Um, Reese said he went to Fire Night at a cost. Let's just call it what it was. Fuck Festival <laughs> at a cost. The sex hunt. The sex, sex hunt. hunt. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that Reese and Amarantha like to play games, whatever that means. I have a question about Fire Night. Because they said that it's the way that the Spring Court rejuvenates their magic so are the other other courts having their own different sex parties to rejuvenate <laughs> their magic? Like, what do they? What does that look like? I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. I imagine yeah. the night court is like every midnight they do that. <laughs> this is a sex party every midnight. <laughs> every midnight. <laughs> yeah, get the magic back. No, I don't know. That's like honestly, the spring court is the only one I know of that has like a cal in my that I remember. And it seemed to be a big bit. deal. I mean, once you've seen one of those nights, you've probably seen them all. So. <laughs> <laughs> all the same. Yeah. This is your first time here? <laughs> yeah, my friend's giving me drinks. <laughs> Hope you brought your running shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and that Reese has a beast form. Because mm-hmm. she sees, like, some wings yeah. and some talons. Does he like a man bat? Is that That's, like, kind of what I <laughs> Yeah, like, membranous wings. Like, bat like, wings. Yeah. It's like Morbius. Who's that? The 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 terrible um was that Marvel movie that came out with uh, Oh, see last week Marvel. Yeah. It, but it's sure. basically a vampire movie. Oh, okay. Sure. Um and that Reese ha- barely has any magic anymore, but he's still pretty powerful. Crazy powerful. Yeah. yeah. Um the Yeah. Tickler. And that he can't help with the riddles. That's what we learned. No, I can help with the riddles. <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> Yeah. But here's this favor for even asking me. <laughs> you guys, you can't touch her anymore. If you do, you have to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I, I wonder if that was like him using, is that him using like a brain control or is that like his authority to do that? Brain control. Okay. Because mm-hmm. they were like glazed over. Mm-hmm. Right. And he like kind of, controls Pharaoh after the second trial as well a little bit yep you know so speaking of riddles in the next chapter we figure out that Fair's been pondering it so hard it gives her headaches <laughs> I wrote that same line <laughs> in my notes <laughs> yep Fair is giving herself headaches trying to solve this riddle <laughs> can I ask you guys yeah do you guys know like, if I were to ask you right now, what is the riddle? Could you tell me? What the riddle is or the answer to the riddle? What is the riddle? I don't know. I think this is Feyre's, like, special ability is her ability to remember shit. She remembers her pathways through the house. She remembers the pathways through the dungeon, how to get through. And we know she's not writing down this riddle. <laughs> so, so maybe she has a really good memory. I think so. Okay. 
if we're gonna, like, if we're gonna give her anything, you gotta give some her that sort of neurological compensation for not being able to read. Yeah, it. like I hear it. I've got to remember it. I'm gonna talk about Twilight for a second. This had to have been the dumbest power that anybody has ever had. But the main character Bella has a power where she files things in her mind. <laughs> <laughs> She can basically like be like, mm, that goes in this box over here in my mind, and I'm not gonna touch that. Dewey Decimal. So I hope that's not her power. <laughs> that might be dumber than Bella's in Twilight. All right, so now, um, now Fair is being summoned uh, to attend a party, and she's basically being forced to be an escort for Reese. He is like, you are mine. I'm, she she's being claimed, mm-hmm. and I'm like the balls on Reese for I mean, for taking Amarantha's prisoner out of her cell and like dolling her up and like bringing her to the party. Like, I would, if I was Amarantha, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> she's supposed to be like in a cell. <laughs> yeah, but I think she knows what Reese is doing, like trying to rile Tamlin up, and she likes yeah. that. So anything to rile Tamlin up because he's, again, just sitting there and he's not under a spell. Yeah. Does he actually tell her that now? Lucian. Lucian, Lucian does. Lucian yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't I don't know. But it, it's funny. They, like, walked in and Tamlin sees her and is basically white-knuckling. And even, like, Jurian's eyes, like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and we have to talk about how she's dressed. At least she's super clean. Yeah. But they do the rest of the tattoo all around her yeah. just so that if anyone touches her, they would know who's been touching her and where and uh, kind of put clothes on her. Kind of. <laughs> kind do, you, of. do you think they bothered to paint over her tattoo? No, I don't think they did. I thought it was like a continuation. Yeah, it was a continuation, okay. yeah. I, I thought it was interesting, too, that, um, that Reese has rice has um like the servants the little ghost oh yeah the, the... but they're also high fey like they're not they're not like lower fey like alice or anything like that mm-hmm. well they'll tell you later on it's not like a spoiler oh. or anything but they're they're different mm. yeah but they look like high fey um yeah uh and you know what i'm surprised about too Fear of this whole book would just take go on and on about colors and painting and and shapes and, and stuff. And she hasn't said one thing about this beautiful art on her arm. It sounded like a nice tattoo. It did sound like a nice tattoo. You know? I'm sure there's somewhere out there someone out there with that tattoo of I mean, after reading this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for so, sure. Someone with regrets, but <laughs> someone that has it. If you yeah, if you have an eye tattoo on your palm of your hand, please email us a picture. <laughs> We'd love to see it. Email us at feelingthoritypodcast at gmail.com. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Good job. I'm getting better. It took me about eight years of dating to remember Ryan's birthday. So <laughs> that tells you anything. That's love. That's love. <laughs> um, yeah. And here we are. Fear is about to break um, Another rule. Alice's <laughs> first rule. Don't drink the fairy wine. I think she she wasn't going to, but then Reese forced her to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not like it, I think she's uh, she said that she was compelled. Her her right hand was compelled to do it. Yeah, yeah. Which you know initially I just thought that was just her giving in to 
fear, like yeah. just putting it in her mouth. And then now thinking about it, oh, it kind of makes sense that Reese is kind of forcing her to or telling her to. Mm-hmm. Um, so she blacks out immediately mm-hmm. and is forced to like basically basically act <laughs> like a stripper part, for a race. Yeah, this part made me laugh because we don't find out what happens to her, right? Mm-hmm. She wakes up just hungover, like super hungover. Yeah. And Lucian comes in and she's like, what happened? <laughs> and he's like, you don't want to know. <laughs> she's like, no, tell me. And it's like, you know, when you drink heavy, like in college and you black out and the next day, the last thing you want to do is have anyone tell you what you did the <laughs> night before. <laughs> That's what I was picturing. Because he's basically like, yeah, you basically stripped teased everybody (laughs) you were sitting on reese's lap and tamlin was watching the whole thing (laughs) how awkward does it have to be at at that party like specifically any party with amarantha after the masquerade like you'd be worried about you're gonna get stuck in whatever you're wearing you're very (laughs) careful about what you are (laughs) nobody's wearing a mask yeah except for the people that are wearing a mask yeah and every time i think of like tamlin's just sitting there has a mask on. He has a mask on. You know, yeah. like just to remind myself. And then Lucian is he? He's like, why would you make that deal? You know, I would have come and saved you. I came and helped you before, and you saved my life, and blah blah blah. And she's like, I literally would have died. You haven't been able to walk till today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which I think is fair. Yeah. She, there's no way. I I, I think she kind of made the right choice yeah I mean, it's that or die yeah she could have probably bargained a little bit more the fact that he was open to bargaining means that he wants it probably more than you do yeah mm-hmm. yeah um so then he then lucian reveals that tamlin is not under any spell <laughs> yeah and i thought she would have had a stronger reaction she basically didn't react at all yeah she's like oh oh that's weird <laughs> so he hasn't like lifted a finger to help me at all I think, and then Lucian's like, "Well, have you ever even thought that maybe he's not helping you so that she doesn't figure out what hurts you the most?" And it's like, "That's a cop out." Yeah, because he could have been screaming the whole time, right? You know, it's true. I I I thought it made sense seeing what they did to Claire better, um, being up there. Like, if he witnessed what they did to her, maybe he didn't want to give anything. Yeah, but apparently with Claire, he didn't give anything away there either. He just sat there. That didn't do anything. He didn't really have anything to give away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, no, not her, please. um, This is is the chapter two where they go back to the party, because they go into a lot of parties Mm -hmm. here. I'm kind of getting annoyed. But um, the summer fairy. Yeah. Right, Amarantha has a summer fairy, and Reese looks into his mind and obviously lies. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. So, yeah, Amarantha's interrogating this this fairy, right? And she wants to use Reese to like get information. So he like goes into his mind, and he's like, he doesn't know anything. He's he was acting alone or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's no information essentially, and then kills him. Yeah. But yes, clearly. And I think it was kind of neat to see how genuinely afraid people are of Reese. Yeah. Rice. I don't know, Reese. It's Reese. Reese is the right way to say it. Um, how genuinely afraid they are of Reese. I mean, and with, you know, good intention. I also was confused when they when she said, like, 
scramble his brain or whatever it was versus killing him like what is really the difference i think well, like make him basically go crazy or like you know kill him so, he, you know? he killed him quickly gotcha right which is uh, it, it's him it's him hiding whatever lie he told right yeah. and it's a mercy yeah too yeah. it's a mercy kill um which we know a little bit more because we read chapter 42 and reese spills a lot but all this is like is it's just like more and more evidence that Reese is like better than he presents himself or like people think of him like a better person, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, however, like if it's obvious to Farah, which you know we're taking the perspective of favorite here, how is Amarantha not figured this out? I think Amarantha's mm-hmm. a narcissist, and so she doesn't see past you know certain things she must be a big narcissist because Feyre figured it out <laughs> Feyre hasn't figured out the riddle that's true also Reese isn't being nice to Amarantha he's being mean to everyone around her yeah. so he wouldn't you know how would she know yeah so up to here how are you guys feeling about being under the mountain it's definitely a much bleaker perspective than the house i mean nothing really happened at the house but <laughs> Callan Mai did Callan Mai, yeah Callan Mai happened she did get bit that one night yeah i'm it's just clear that it's clear to me that like something big is going to happen because there's no way that amaranth is just gonna let them like leave or you know what i mean like even if she completes all the tasks she's like okay you're free to go like, it's not going to go down the way that Farrah thinks it's going to go down. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think I think you're right there. But, I mean, I think, obviously, Amarantha is actually almost hoping that it happens. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. do you even offer this unless you want something specific to happen? Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't hurt her any, from our perspective, to just kill her the minute that – or torture her like she did with Claire Better and, and offer versus she could be bored you know giving, um, i guess when you she live that long old, yeah i feel like she is super bored i, I figured she's playing with an eye and I, a finger i figured the fae would the fae would be a lot more patient than they are yeah. you live that long you, yeah. oh yeah yeah i see what you're saying but i think a lot of things are happening behind the scenes and like we've only have like this blip of a few months in mm-hmm. the spring court yeah. where who's our bad guy, Amarantha and Amarantha isn't even the bad guy. I mean, no. she's a bad guy, Yeah. but in chapter 41, they talk more about what's coming. Yeah. And so like, we're, we're going to see the whole world kind of expand, a expand bit. a lot. All right. Chapter 40. Yeah. We take a break from the parties and we get to do the next trial. Yes. <laughs> I had told Ryan, Probably in, when he first found out that Farrah couldn't read, <laughs> that it's going to bite her in the ass later on <laughs> really badly. And here it is. Yep. So basically, um, you know, Farrah is lowered into another pit. And across the pit is Lucian chained to the, the, to the floor. And then on the other side of the pit uh, is a series of levers and a riddle written above the letters where you have to pull the right lever to answer it. Um, but Farrah can't read, so. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, 
Do you think Amarantha <clears throat> chose this task? Not because she knew that Fair couldn't read, but she knew that her riddle was freaking easy and Fair couldn't solve it. She's like, oh, I'll just give her another riddle. Like, you, she thought that Tara was so dumb that... Right. Oh, because her her big riddle was so easy. Right, you know? I I just... I'm imagining being the spectators and how disappointed I would be with this trial. <laughs> like, there's yeah. literally no action. You're watching people slowly maybe get crushed. <laughs> I mean, it is yeah. kind of... I mean, Lucian's over there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dire stakes for Lucian. His brothers are like, hey... Yeah. <laughs> like rubbing their hands together, like excited. But the people in the stands, they don't know what the riddle is. So all they're looking at is someone staring at three levers being tentative. Yeah. Pulling one. <laughs> and like touching every single one like four times. <laughs> um, does anyone want to read the riddle again? Did anyone just remember? <laughs> three. Grasshoppers. Is it bouncing? Bouncing. Bouncing. Book. That's as much as we know. Let's talk about her logic and which lever she tries to pull. Because it's one, two, or three. She's like, hmm, two could be good because me and Tamlin are two, and that's great. So maybe that one. One, like the adder by himself, is a bad thing. What's <laughs> <laughs> a loneliest number? It's literally the song. Three, goes three is a bad number. That's like me and my two sisters in a bed. <laughs> Good one bed. Yeah, not great logic. Uh, she just needs to learn how to read. I bet you she's wishing Lucian would have, or not Lucian. Uh, Tamla would have taught her how to read yep. when 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 he offered it. Instead, she went painting sad things. <laughs> Did just go paint sad things. I had um, all this time. But obviously, Reese saves her again. Yep. Because the little thing on her hand is burning. Which yep. is a revelation that he can see and feel and somewhat control her through that mark. Yeah. You know? <laughs> It's kind of funny, though. She, like, touches one, and then she touches another one, and she's like, it burns, it burns, and she gets to one, it doesn't burn, and she goes back to one that burns. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let me try one again. Yeah. Oh. Well, anyways, she cut, she finally picks the right one, and the thing stops. Yeah. Um, and then you want to talk about what happens next? Yeah, she's, like, as she's kind of, the floor is leveling out again, and she's coming up to see... You know, Amarantha and everyone else, like, Reese is in her head, like, don't cry. You can cry later. Like, hold your head up high. Just, like, stare at Amarantha. Like, don't show weakness. I'm like, he's, like, looking out for her, like, hard. Yeah. You know. And I'm, I'm like, almost wondering why at that point. Is it to intimidate Amarantha? Is it to actually help her? Because how does that really help her for not crying we don't think amaranth is going to kill her for solving the second trial that breaks their treaty to the three trials yeah i think he's just being like empathetic like you know he he clearly sees something in her like cares for her mm -hmm. and it's like i'm i'm gonna help you like get through this emotionally yeah but okay, I need to talk about that next part because it was I it was so wait funny. before you do that though because I know you're gonna talk about her crying yeah in the cell yeah. before you do that 
there's a very quick line where, you know, Lucian finally gets unchained. And what does he do? He starts kissing the floor. <laughs> it reminded me of Count Monte Cristo when, when what's his face, Luis Guzman, starts yeah. kissing the sand. Like those like comic yeah. kind of moments and people like yeah. just start kissing yeah. the floor. Like that would not happen in real life. <laughs> it's like what? And why the floor? Why? Yeah. <laughs> like you're already on the floor. Yeah. You couldn't do that while you're chained up. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was funny. Okay, go for it. Okay, so she gets she gets back to her cell. And then, like, starts, she just unloads and starts crying. And, like, Reese shows up, of course, because he just, like, keeps popping up in her cell. Yeah, yeah. It's like, just let her, you know, have some time. But she's crying. <laughs> let her die. <laughs> she, she's she's crying. Tears streaming down her face. And, like, Reese comes in. And he's, like, lapping up her tears with his tongue like a pet dog. <laughs> like, it's so weird. Yeah. She's into it, though. I thought it was weird, too, like, the first time I read it and the second time. But, I mean, it does the trick, right? She stops crying. He could have, like, <laughs> snapped his fingers or, like, used his magic to, like, calm her emotions. Just, or, like, just cut out the crying part of her body. Or just been like, hey, stop crying. Instead, he's like, mmm. I'm pretty sure it comes up in conversation at some point later on. Yeah, I'd want to talk about it. Yeah. I'd be like, I remember, remember what when was you said. were like licking my tears back in the under the mountain? Why did you do that? <laughs> it was a weird pot, uh, weird, weird spot in our relationship. There, yeah. we don't get a lot of salt down here. <laughs> Mineral deficient. Okay. So he, he also offers to teach her how to read. Yeah. Yeah. He does say that he's like. Um, he actually does a pretty good burn because he's like, would a week of teaching you to read be as torturous as it looked? On the... <laughs> like, should I torture you by teaching you how to read? This kid. <laughs> uh, and then now, now she kind of, um, so we're in the next chapter. She kind of seems to be, she's like spiraling a little bit, mm -hmm. kind of depressed. She's just like, I stopped contemplating Amarantha's riddle. It was impossible, mm. especially for an illiterate, ignorant human. <laughs> <laughs> She's self-loathing right I now. Said, I, I said she must be listening to this podcast. <laughs> 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 uh, lots of put-downs on her. Um, but before we go into Ferris feeling down, um, she gets picked up for another party. Yeah. And she, they're walking in the halls. And the adder is in the hallway. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. And then, like, the silent sisters, I call them. I don't even know their names. They do have names, but I don't remember. Yeah, they, like, camouflage her. Essentially yeah, and hide her. And you can hear them talking. So the adder is talking to someone else yep. who reports to the king mm -hmm. about how Amarantha should be ready soon and, like, that they want the... Um, are the Fae armies going to be ready? And he's Will like, they oh... support us? Yeah, they'll yeah. do anything Amarantha says. And so... It's like the fear of it happening to the humans again is coming back. Um, and it's like the first glimpse at there's more to just Amarantha. Like Amarantha's just like a tiny little piece yeah. of yeah. the whole picture. But we've been stuck in the spring court with the plague on the spring court, not realizing that it's probably bigger than that. Yeah. And we, and we learned that Amarantha's afraid of the king and that the king can just straight up 
take everything from her. Mm-hmm. Which is like, why hesitate? Well, I mean, she has rounded up all like he she has rounded up all the high lords and yeah. like to him, she's doing his her job. And this is where you said they're not very patient. He seems pretty patient. It's been 50 years. Well, he's had to wait. Yeah. Has and he? well, yeah. And then there's a treaty. Mm-hmm. So the, the treaty has to get broken. It, which that's one of the things that bugs me about this is we still know nothing about what this treaty is. Yeah. Well, the okay. treaty doesn't even bro- broken. They haven't said that. Well, then why haven't they invaded the human worlds before that? We'll find out. Yeah, the humans seem pretty unscathed. Re- unscathed, but also not equipped to like fight anyone. So I mean, that is like a good point. Like, what's stopping them from just like coming in and killing everyone? Because mm-hmm. they certainly have the means to. Yeah. And the only information we've been given is the treaty, yeah, which is appears to be an agreement. Which in I mean in most fantasy settings, like especially with the Fae, they're known. If you have an agreement, you abide by that agreement. Like there's no you you can do the loopholes absolutely, but whatever you agree to is set in stone. Yeah. Now whether that means your kids have to agree to it or maybe it is. I don't remember if there's a timeline on that. This is why we're rereading, because yeah. I don't remember. I, do, I did have a question about the conversation, because they say, like, they're almost ready. Or the, uh, I don't know what the thing, that the creature, the king's creature is like, oh, they're almost ready. Is it like, is he talking about, like, the king and his people are ready to attack? Or I read it as, like, the king is, like, building something or creating something and saying they're almost ready. Like, they is the thing that's almost ready. Um, Is he, is it, did I read it right? Like, is he creating something? I don't know what to say to that. I, so, Do I'm just saying, no, you don't have to. I'm okay. just saying, I kind of pictured like. I'll tell you what I think because I don't know the answer either. Uh-huh. I think it's an invasion force. All right. And follow me on this. I do too. I also think that. Um, they don't reproduce fast. We, we actually have no idea how many there actually are out there. So, if they have armies, they're for the most part going to be made up of other creatures that they have to get together and whether it be some sort of treaty or deal that they make with all them to get them all in one place to ship them over the ocean and not kill each other on their way there like like that stuff is going to take time so i think i think it's them accumulating stuff in highburn to bring over to prithian and once they're in prithian take over prithian and then from prithian loop downwards once they can create i what i assume is a new treaty or break the treaty or whatever that means Mm. And that's what I—that's uh, what I think. By they is like a, a mass force of people. Yeah, I thought that, but I—I I thought it was kind of like um, big catapult. No, it's like in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the one <Nerd> ring. alert. <laughs> no, um, like the the Urukai, like they were sure. created. Yeah, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like is the king like breeding is that breeding an be? army, creating an army, um, and they're almost ready. Honestly, when, when maybe I can't tell you when I started reading this, I thought for sure, like, not that I knew anything about it, but like in a lot of fantasy settings, uh, immortal beings that live forever, they typically don't have good reproduction systems. They don't normally reproduce in any kind of fashion that we would do. So a lot of times they use similar beings that have lineage and then they make hybrids between the two of them mm-hmm. half elves that kind of stuff yeah and that's what i assume 
they were going to do with the humans or, or needed the humans for is to basically make more lore fae or whatever it is. That's interesting. Hmm. Well, going back into her depression chamber, she's feeling pretty down. You were talking about that? Well, yeah. I mean, she was feeling down prior to that. But, yeah, now she's back and she's also sad. And she hears uh, music coming from somewhere. Uh, yeah. And the music kind of saves her. Yeah. From going off the edge there. Yeah. Um, and she gets a fa- flashback to Tamlin playing the fiddle, which was sweet. <laughs> Do you think she was dancing alone? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> All right. That was it for Chapter 41. It was super quick. We were we should have stopped there. It was my fault. I thought that chapter forty two ended there, but we read chapter forty two, which is hot and steamy. Finally, I'm, I'm very one. happy we we didn't stop at forty one. Yeah, I've been dis- disappointed with stopping at forty one because okay. nothing happened. Well, the, a lot happened at forty one. Oh yeah, yeah, but I mean, like it's just yeah you before know. then. Mm-hmm. But forty two was good. Mm-hmm. We're at another party. She enters the room, and Tamlin finally approaches her. Mm-hmm. They like graze fingers, and he gives her like the follow me look. So they go out to like an outside room, and immediately they start like making out, and mm-hmm. like he's like touching her boobs, and she's like undoing his pants. Th- this pissed me off, <laughs> hardcore. What? I wasn't expecting you to be mad because. They finally have some time alone, and she's not like, are you okay? And he's not like, are you okay? Like, how do we get out of here? Should we make a plan? Should we meet up later? They're like, you know you have limited time, and they just they just go at it. This is like the stupidest thing they I could do. I was so angry at oh, this point. Like, he finally gets away, right? Yeah. He could help her. Yes. He could tell her some information. God. Instead, he tries to get his rocks off. Yeah. Ah. I think that I'm glad a, you were mad. I think that has a lot to say about the depth of their relationship. That it's really not doesn't seem to be based on all that much. Hmm. I mean, you know, she was yeah. captive. She, I think she fell in love with the first person that actually took care of her. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said he reminded her of him, which I think is him making love to himself. Essentially, <laughs> I don't remember that, but yeah, okay, it, that's he said that the loneliness that she exhibits part of the what draws him to her is her knowing on how he lives day to day mm-hmm. yeah i was i'm glad you were mad yeah yeah but then they get away so they, they get away and then someone pops in guess who pops in <laughs> it's reese again <laughs> like hey guys interrupts them like making out and he's like tells tam to go back to the the party because like someone's gonna come and yeah shit's gonna go down and then immediately, um, Reese senses Amarantha coming and, like, the description of them, like, kissing. So basically, like, kisses. Forces Vera, himself. Forces himself. And it's just very, I don't know. Icky. Icky. Yeah. It's like, it, yeah. his tongue pried open my mouth and it was, like, hitting the roof of my mouth. And, like, the tongue just seemed like a too much tongue description. <laughs> <laughs> well, I as funny as it is him just popping in at that time I like to imagine you know 
Feyre is undoing the belt. She's going into his pants. Reese can see and feel everything through her hand. (laughs) So he's bursting in to stop that before it goes anywhere, before he gets a handful of Tamlin. (laughs) 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 Didn't think of it that way. (laughs) That's all I was thinking about. I was like, oh, that's going to be an awkward hand job. (laughs) Um, And then, of course, Amarantha walks in and Tamlin's right there. But it's a good thing, you know, I think it's a good thing that Reese was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, and she's like kind of annoyed that Reese was kissing someone, but also saw that Tamlin was kind of annoyed, right. which made her happy. So, and then she's like, see, Tamlin, humans will, you know, go after anything. Yeah. Like, they're not trustworthy. So. I thought it was pretty interesting, too, that... You know, Reese put the paint on her so that he would know when someone touched her, but the paint doesn't rub off on the people. So, like, wouldn't Tamlin have paint all over him? I think, was it that... I think he did, but then, like, he used Reese's magic magic to put it back. Yeah. (laughs) So it's pointless paint, then. If anyone could do that. (laughs) Well, maybe just Reese can. Yeah, maybe. Um, But then, you know, that all happens, and then Reese comes to Ferris' cell, right? Again. Yes, again. Well, you can see he finds comfort, right? Yeah, Cause that's he's true. Just he like, is like, he does open up. Yeah, he's like, I just need peace and quiet, and you're the only person that I can actually talk to. And I think this is a big turning point in the entire story. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we you learned... three three chapters before the end. <laughs> three chapters before the end. It's really a, a, where, where things turned. really get, get interesting, because uh-huh. this is like where we start to learn that um, as... as small of a perspective that we've had from Pharaoh's point of view, we have no idea how many people are actively working against Amarantha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we learned that Reese is trying to break the curse. Um, the reason why he's been riling up Tamlin is because as soon as the curse is broken, everyone will get their power back and they can kill Amarantha. And she's been kind of holding their power hostage and controlling them that way. Right, which is why I'm like... Amarantha's never going to let this curse be broken because she has to know that, well, I've been terrible to everyone. They're surely going to kill me the yeah. second they get a chance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which which is why I think what she's doing is another loophole, per se. And yeah. and, and I, think, I think the reason she's doing it, and this is my own theory, I don't know if it's true or not, but I think the reason she's doing it is to release all the powers so that she can actually assume full control over them. So whatever Feyre is doing to break this curse is going to change Feyre in a way that allows Amarantha to seize control of the powers of everyone else and then have total control of the area. Maybe. Wouldn't you be able to do that just in the, like anyway? Just like, okay, your curse is like lifted and then... Magic break. is specific. You have to have someone pull three, one of three levers <laughs> and fight a giant worm. <laughs> you guys haven't figured it out. My brother plays a lot of D&D and yeah. it's a lot of fantasy. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, I don't know. That's what I think is going to happen. I, I don't know. I, I doubt it's true, but mm-hmm. I think it would be an interesting way to go about it. I don't mm-hmm. see why she would help. That, that, that's why. I don't see why Amarantha would have any reason to give her this opportunity yeah. to break the curse. Well, I think can't she, be boredom. It's got to be more than that. I think yeah. she likes to play. Well, I do too, but there's yeah. ways to play without yeah. jeopardizing your entire plan and what you care well, about. Well, she also 
highly underestimates. Like she thought she was going to die in the first challenge. Yeah. And she almost died in the second. She got that one right. <laughs> um, we also learned that Reese's father killed Tamlin's dad and brothers, yeah. which was which is important because that's that first kind of background piece as to why they hate each other so much. Yeah. Which Tamlin doesn't like his dad, so you'd think he'd like him more, but. Yeah. Oh, and that Reese really does not like to be the whore. But he's... He is actually a whore. He is actually a whore, and he's forced. He's yeah. a forced whore. Yeah. And that he has a deep sorrow for his people. Yeah. I think that was, that was very telling. Um, and I, I genuinely felt for Reese as well. Yeah. And, like, everyone always hates them. Remember how they were, like, describing the Night Court as being, like, the Court of Nightmares yeah. and all that? So this is the first glimpse at saying, like, maybe there's more to that. Yeah. You know? But Reese also seems like the scariest person in that room. I mean, yeah, Amarantha has everyone's powers hostage, but like, I don't get why he has to rile up Tamlin to kill Amarantha once her powers back when it seems like he could just do it himself. Scratch your brain. Out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. With, a, with just looking at her, I don't know why he's scared of anybody there with yeah. that kind of power. He's I, even said like I'm. He even admits that he's more, like more powerful than Tamlin. Or like, yeah. he says that yeah. it's. I mean, honestly, if you ask me, that seems like a pretty game over situation. But I'm wondering if he's like, yeah, I can do it, but I need someone else to be able to do it, just Hold in case, down. or just in case, like what something happens right, to him. He's, yeah, he's playing in like his part, right? And if in he, the game. he like goes after her, then he like shows his hand, basically. Right. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think Reese has any access to Tamlin? Oh, well, I don't know. Because like is he part? Is he part of like a handjob circle or something? Is that what you mean? <laughs> just, just two whores at it. Um, I just, just. You think the... Tamlin's in the room? I bet he is, because she keeps him really close. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> poor Reese. You need to watch. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that, like, if he has access to Tamlin and any kind of privacy, like he has been with, um, Feyre then it also goes to telling that he doesn't trust Hamlin to know his plan either. No, no, he d definitely doesn't. I have to say, Reese is far more interesting and yeah. deeper than Tamlin has been <laughs> throughout the entire book. Yeah. I've been with Reese for a very short period of time. Yeah, I mean, I, as soon as Reese walked in onto Cal and Maya, I was like, I'm a Reese girl, for sure. Yeah. He gave me the creeps. Tamlin was boring. <laughs> Tamlin's a, a bit of a caveman. Yeah, a solution. <laughs> um, okay, that was the end. Um, I think we'll... Hey, did you want to say something else? Oh, I just thought the like the ending of the chapter, Feyre admits that she would have basically moved to the oh, med yeah. court for like... Ever. Healing her arm. And yeah. recent, he said, he's like, I knew. I know that. But he... And he still like accepted just a week. Yeah. He still wants to fuck around with Tamlin, but he's not going to ruin her life. Right. So, yeah. He's... <laughs> which, is, which is also interesting because he could just say, you're fulfilled, yeah. you know, and just release it at the end of it. He yeah. still wants her to come. Yeah, yeah because he still hates Tamlin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, so that's the end. Um, we'll rate our characters, and then what do you think is going to happen at the end, I think, is our question. So let's rate... Um, Gabby, if you don't know, we rate characters, but you've been listening, so, yeah. you know... Let's start with Farah. I think Farah made some improvements. 
she she still can't read God, I, <laughs> yeah i mean it's, she maybe made she made some improvements but she also like really didn't do anything on her own uh i'm just gonna keep it at a c mm-hmm. yeah c for me i i i st- i agree she's in the c category for mm-hmm. sure um i'm i'm willing to give her at least a c plus and the reason why is because she's showing how committed she actually is to resolving this issue. Regardless of how dumb she does it, mm. she's showing a lot of, I don't know, willpower and, and bravery or stupidity, when, mm-hmm. depends on what we look at it. But okay. I think that being Miss Tamlin. Let's read Tamlin. <laughs> Wait, are we talking like Tamlin sitting there placid or Tamlin? I got to get my rocks off real quick, Tamlin. That's all these the same. The Everything same. in this chapter. Yeah. In what, these chapters. Yeah. I'm knocking them down a peg. I think I had them at like a... a I you had them at a C before, I think. Yeah, D writing these down. No. no. <laughs> this is very off script. Yeah. It's just <laughs> D plus. <clears throat> I would put him as not, not applicable. He's a non-entity. He doesn't do anything. And so an F. He tried to do something. <laughs> he tried to do something. Uh, I I would say he did not participate. <laughs> no attendance. No. He didn't show up. Uh, uh, okay. We give those kids 40%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Reese is kind of our only other character right now. Yeah. Um, I like Reese a lot. Um. He still does some questionable things, for sure. <laughs> um, like, he... Did he really have to make her, like, dance for him and, like, sit on his lap? I mean, that was very much, like, not cool. Yeah, I think a lot of it is, like, the show. And, like, I don't think there's enough written for us to understand why yeah. she would have to do that. But it must well, be, I mean, like, it... a regular thing. I mean, it was to, like, make Tamlin jealous. Right, but, and for Amarantha to see that he's playing with Tamlin. Yeah, but still, like, yeah. the way he made... He could have... I don't know. The way he made her use her body yeah. against her will to, like, do those things, like... That's really a little cool. icky, yeah. It, yeah. It's icky. I agree with you. I think he has to do that it, to to sell the charade that he's doing, and I think his saving grace is putting the paint on her. To have basically proof that he hasn't actually done anything. That's true. Yeah, mind control is bad. hundred percent, that's no good. But um, the the fact that he's giving at least uh, Feyre some proof that nothing actually happened. Yeah, is a good thing. But the the Fey wine the Fey wine is giving very much like date rape drug. <laughs> some, really, some is. Bill Cosby yeah. shit there. Oh no. Um. So, what's your grade? B. <laughs> Give him a B. Uh, I, as far as a character goes, no, yeah, yeah. As far as a character goes, I think he's definitely like a A A minus. He's a great. Whoa, character. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, a minus, just, just because we don't know enough about him, but the depth that they're showing as far as his character and, and how much is revealing to him, I think, shows that he cares a lot more than Favor knows. Great mm-hmm. yeah. character. I think he's a good character. Okay. And then finally, future predictions. What's going to happen in the last three chapters? Four chapters. I don't know how many chapters. Oh, my big question is like, will the curse, like, will we get rid of these fucking masks? <laughs> if the curse is broken. That's what I'm saying. I almost think that the third 
trial will be so like perilous that essentially she's going to be saved and like they're just going to bolt. Mm-hmm. What do you like, think? She won't have a chance to complete the task. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's four chapters left. She's clearly not figuring out the riddle for some reason. <laughs> I think that she does pass the third trial. There's going to be a loophole on Amarantha's side, and it's still going to not break the curse. But I think she does figure out the riddle. Okay. I think I think out of some sort of duress, it comes out the last second that she can, and then there's no loophole that Amarantha can pull on that, give or take. Okay. Yeah. Those are all Those are things. good theories. Well, that was fun. Did you like it, Gabby? Did I you like the podcast? I love this podcast. This is really fun. I had a great time. Love to be back. Um, can't wait for the next book. Isn't you know, it fun to... Now that this one is getting done. <laughs> Isn't it fun to talk with people about things that are not your children? Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> right? It's, it's like amazing. rejuvenating. Yeah. I'm like, want to do it every night. And Ryan's like, we can't podcast. I'm <laughs> 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 like, but we get to talk. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you want to send us an email, email us at feelingthorniepodcast at gmail.com. Hey-o. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. Bye.